Just right back, Charlie. Oh, deluded i'm back again by now you already know the schedule people as usual appreciative of all of you locked in whether you're on youtube please smash the like button turn on your notifications and don't forget to comment and hit the like button and if you're on twitch appreciative to you lot tuned in i hope everyone's having a progressive start to this week i hope you're all doing healthy and with along with your loved ones get you any talking points you've got in and as usual as i keep saying man thank you very much for supporting the team you know again arsenal play tomorrow shameless plug o'clock people i will be doing a watch along for that we kick off at 7.45 so i'll be live at 6.45 don't miss that set your notifications and store it mentally for uh, Sunday. I'm um, Saturday, better yet. I'll be live at the same time of 6 45 because we play the same time on Saturday against Wolves, and that's us done. Now we're doing bear watch alongs for the for the World Cup across Twitch and YouTube and them things there. But yeah, man, it is what it is. A man said, No point in me voting in the polls because I have no idea what would be best. That's Arta Aaron Edu's job. That's true, but we're football fans, you know, we're humoring each other. Yeah, man, big up everybody tuned in as well against this right-back Charles. He's definitely got legs. Memorable words, man, memorable words. Graham and everyone, appreciative, man, appreciative. No TV coverage for the Arsenal game I've seen, DG. Oh, bloody the best team in the league right now, top of the league. I know it's in the cup, but they should be following us everywhere, they, everywhere we go, really. But we're just going to have to do upstreams, isn't it? A man said, DG, is the intro always shown three times to mirror all the three-point collecting games we've achieved this season? Let's go with that. I just enjoy it, man. Why not? Comments, discussions and super chats. Welcome, Clement. One love, man. So, yeah. Afternoon, broski as well. So, yeah, I've got my green tea and honey. I can't like slaps people. I need to take another sip of that. Just wish I had a Bamian's tears, Chelsea fans' tears, Tottenham Hotspur tears, everybody's tears, you know, Richard Key's tears to add into that, man. Be absolutely amazing. One more. Mm. That shit slaps. We really need Telemans and a striker. I hear that. I think we need another striker. Do we get one in January and or a winger is another thing. I think it's wishful thinking. You know, I'm a, I like Eddie and Ketiel, but if anything happens to Jesus, he's just not that right now. Anything Eddie does is a surprise to us in a nice way. You know, obviously he works hard. He puts the shift in 
and, and obviously he's a squad player. I'm not belittling him, but anytime we're praising people for working hard to play devil's advocate, we're in problems really. And Eddie showed towards the end of last season, he can score goals. Again, whether that's relied on him for five or 10 games or decisive moments, who knows? And I think one good thing has been, we've just been getting the job done really, but there might come a time where the unusual suspects that are scoring goals might stop. You look at Martinelli, you look at Saka to a degree, they're young men learning how to score goals, a bit like Smith-Rowe and Saka last season in that, you know, they go through periods where they keep bagging and then there's little periods where they don't. That's probably where we need Jesus to step up. And I'm hoping that, you know, while we're, Jesus is playing well, we're getting wins and that, when other people start to fall off, that's where I want him to start scoring goals. But we did goals win games in it. And we have been scoring more goals, keeping them out of the back of our net more. So that's the basic premise of football. But we do need goal scorers. So I do agree. If you could bring in a striker better than what we have or close to what we have in the benchmark of Jesus, why not? I would prefer a different sort of profile, Giroud sort of type, someone that's technically excellent, that can, you know, pardon me, be a hub for the smaller players, the more players that play the little one-twos and stuff and things like that. And, and definitely... Um, pardon me, definitely help us away from home. I would like a winger again to challenge Saka, challenge Martinelli, big up Martinelli and Jesus have been in the Brazil squad. Unfortunately, Gabriel, centre-back, hasn't, but he's young enough to go to the next one. For me, the priority is centre midfield. Big fan of what Xhaka is doing. You know, without party, we're down the toilet. Big fan of Odegaard. If anything happens to the pivot, I'm bringing El Nene in. If anything happens to them three, we're in problems. And again, I said it yesterday, when you look at our team, you look at Ramsdale, Tierney, Ben White, Saliba, Gabriel, you know, Martinelli, Jesus, um, Saka, Smith-Rowe, Vieira, so on and so forth, Zinchenko. Age is kind of kind to them. Now, I'm not saying Partey, Xhaka and El Nene, just because they're plus 30, they're gone, because we need experienced players. And they're almost exceptions to the general rule we've been doing. And you need experience to pull, pull you through. But in the same way, again, you never know if players are going to be here, but you can see long-termism, if that's even a word, for our defensive third and our attacking third. We haven't necessarily got that in the middle third of the pitch, really, because Xhaka might be getting a new deal. He is 30, part A the same. So, would love to see that. I did see Neymar's reaction. Big fan of him pretending he's not there. A versatile forward would be the answer. Equally adaptive playing wide, preferably from the right, but also effective through the middle. I think Martinelli's got to be groomed to do that anyways, long-term as well. Why get another striker when you gave Enketi a 14 and a 100k? Because we need another striker. I hear the cheeky dig human being, but because we need another striker. I mean, Eddie Enketi has gone from being a squad player to the second choice. But if you remove that BS and use your common sense, you could evidently see one area of improvement. Unless Eddie Enketi shows something is we need another striker. If Jesus gets injured, God forbid. If Jesus ain't doing it, just damn right. You need options, really and truly. You need options on the bench. I want, I, By all means, I want Eddie to start scoring goals and be that guy, really and truly. But it's not looking like that. You know, in a nice way, you're Eddie, a bit like Reese Nelson, you're surprised. Like, I know Reese Nelson, like Eddie, is talented, but it was a surprise seeing you come off the bench and do your thing. If Eddie gets 10 plus goals in the Prem, I know he's not playing significant minutes. It's a surprise. I kind of want people that there's an element of expectation, like Jesus. I'm ex for all the general play and all that tosh, I'm expecting 15, 20 league goals. Saka, Martinelli, Smith Rowe, Saka and Smith Rowe went fit with the luxury of the injury. It was your, you know, you're learning how to score goals. But last year, you got double figures in the Prem. I want you to pick up where you left off. Martinelli, you know, 2019, you was played in the fourth division. 2020, you became an Olympic champion and an FA Cup winner. 2022, you're going to the World Cup off the back of playing fantastically well. I want you to keep going. But we need that really and truly. That don't really make sense, really, if I'm completely honest with you. 
And with Eddie and Ketty, it all depends how long he's contracted to. Is it four or five years? You know, if you're looking at Arsenal Football Club, you know, which I guess you're a United fan, so you're not qualified to comment, you need it. A bit harsh to say Eddie ain't it. I'll never write off anyone. He's 23. I'm not saying he'll be on these man's level, but where was Harry Kane, Aubameyang? Well, where's Aubameyang based on Sunday? File a missing report. Um, Saliba snatching chains again. Shout out, Gabriel. Uh, where was Vardy, Kane, Aubameyang? Where is many strikers at 23 years of age? Again, I'm not saying I would love it to be. I'm not saying Enketia is going to wake up one day and be the golden the golden boot winner, but you, you, you get it. And just away from that, you know, Eddie and Jesus are quite similar. Not into, well, quite different, but they're quite similar. We need someone that's an exception to the rule. If you could find someone that's versatile, fair play. I'm not going to lie to you. I've, I'm still team long-term Martinelli learned to play through the middle. He needs to work with his back to goal and things like that. But I'm still team Martinelli through the middle. Definitely in the last period, I've never been more happy to see him on the left-hand side. I, am st I still want that to be a project, in my opinion. Obviously, shout out to Eddie because he's developed, but I'd rather see Martinelli through the middle long term than Eddie. I'm a bit pessimistic as to whether how good he can be, really and truly. So I'm not too sure on that logic. But it's best to have options. You know, you're a United fan. You've got Martial, you've got Rashford. You, you, well, I don't know what you did to Ronaldo, but you've got Ronaldo. So that's about three people that can play through the middle. And you still tried to buy Cody Gakpo, who is spoken of being able to play through the middle long term and in the short term and probably best off that left. So goals win games. We're scoring goals. But we're not necessarily a goal-scoring team. We're relying on young players that are learning how to do that. We're relying on Jesus for as great as he is, was described as a defensive forward by Pep. Now it's time to score goals. We, you know, So if you can bring more to the table, we need that. Because there will come a time where, unlike, you know, you're not going to see Partey, Xhaka, Gabriel. Not really Xhaka because he's been scoring goals. But when it comes to goal-scoring, them not, them not not paid to score goals. Slightly even Odegaard, even though he started well and he's doing all right. Would love ND car very underrated. I'll take him because he's cut price. Smash the likes if you haven't. DG, did you see Neymar's surprise when he heard Martinelli's name? Boy, I love it, man. And to be honest, Martinelli's going as a wild card, but it's a good look, you know. And what I mean by a wild card, you're probably not going to start. You might be fortunate to come off the bench, but it's a good look. Arsenal are signing Mujuk in Jan, apparently. Have you got a link to that? And if one minute is 60 odd million. What's Key's going to do when the World Cup is on and he can't bash Arsenal? Pause. Bro, just going to have to quit, you know, just going to have to take up a part-time job in Sainsbury's or something, man. Bro, I don't give a crap what Eddie and Ketty are getting paid, if I'm honest with you. It's not my money. Again, it's not a base salary of 100k. There's a lot of incentives in that, even if it was, again, is he 100k a weak player? Probably not, but young IC3, come through the academy, live your dream, bro. It's got nothing to do with me. doesn't come out of my pocket. Don't really care, really and truly. I've seen us flunk a lot of money on, on players. Nah, DG, I've seen Arsenal fans complain that there'll be no TV coverage at all, even from other channels, only radio commentary or a brother streaming from within the stadium. We'll find a link, man. We always find a way, man. It is mad how we pay all this money for Sky, for Amazon, for BT and all these other packages, and you still can't watch your team. As I said, maybe in the next 20 years or so, I genuinely think there will be, and I don't know how it would work, Amazon would probably just have to take over everything. But if you're a United fan, Arsenal fan, Spurs fan, surely there's got to be a scenario as a football fan where you buy a package and you're watching all the games, whatever competitions you are going to... The other other teams is your business, but if there has to be a scenario where you buy some sort of season pass and I'm watching all of Arsenal's 38 games, regardless of the times, I'm watching whatever they do in the Champions League, Europa League, FA Cup, Carling Cup, wherever you want to have it. Dembele from Lyon may, may be the solution. No, 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 no. I don't know about that one. No, no, no. Get the fire stick as well. 
five subs in the World Cup, DG. What about extra time? I'm not too sure what you're asking me. But there is five subs. Morning, DG. I'm still mad. <clears throat> Sorry, that's a matter. Morning, DG. I'm still mad at True Geordie for his comments, but I'm a strong believer in karma. He's already been stripped of his Jim Shark sponsorship. I mean, he's been, it says temporarily suspended. And, you know, it was disappointing. It's this, it was disappointing. I'm not one to get involved in all this chatty business and all these things, people. And I know I am a content creator and I'm not a hero by any stretch of the imagination. I'm definitely not a saint. But, you know, I just find YouTubers fucking weirdos, if I'm honest with you, people. Like, certain men are coming, you know, certain men been to the jailhouse, coming out, making certain comments. You know, they got all their fanboys in the, in the in, in the comment section of their vids. That's cool, do your business, but it's a bit weird to me. Obviously, True Jewelry, that's someone that, I, listen, he's not my brethren, but my old job, I was a, a content assistant. And that company that I used to work for, at a period, they used to deal with True Geordie because I think that the owner of the company, I'm not going to say his name, and, and, and Brian, True Geordie, had a relationship that was going back, like helping them to, you know, develop the platform. So I'm not going to sit and say I spent time with True Geordie and we're dons and things like that. But, you know, obviously a part of my role within that was a production assistant. So literally that flat that you saw that video come out yesterday, I was, I, I weren't behind it, but I know exactly where it is. I know every room in there. I used to book the cleaners. I used to, you know, half of the talent that's on that show, I used to like pattern planes and all these sort of things. And I used to help out sometimes on a, on, a, on, a, on a match day before I had to break it down to the owner. Like, listen, I'm not really for this. My channel's got to keep popping off, innit? The owner of that company shagged me from going on that channel. But so, yeah, every now and again, I'd rub shoulders with him, especially when like they used to, I don't know about now, but they used to get cleaners in and, Sometimes he weren't there, so I'd obviously go make sure the cleaner like ain't stealing nothing or nothing. And every day he'd be there, and he always struck me as a calm dude. I'll be real with you, like he struck me as a calm dude, cool guy. You know, I had every reason to be a cunt. Wasn't that you know nice guy? Loz as well, and it's not really focused on Loz. Focused on Brad. Kept the yard a bit dirty, a bit too dirty, but fair enough. He struck me as a cool brother. Um, obviously, yeah. So yeah, it struck me as a cool guy. So it was disappointing to hear them comments. And for me, the wickedest thing about that is if you're confident to say that in the public, what the hell are you saying in the private? It's scary. Yeah, people make mistakes and things like that, but that's not a mistake. You're just being a prick. Simple as that, you know. You're just being a dickhead. It's disgusting, really and truly. It's absolutely disgusting to come out there and brazenly say it and, and things like that. And the apology video is a dickhead thing, if I'm honest with you. Apologies for my language. You know, there's crocodile tears. You know, obviously, anyone suffering with mental health, my heart bleeds for you. Anyone's, you know, life is filled with a lot of pain, in it? So my heart bleeds for you. Um, but it just came across as, I'll be real, acting. Like, crocodile tears, acting. You know, man are putting their face in their... their, their uh, facing their hands, their man are saying subscribe to the video, then we're kind of going into some weird realm again. I'm not knocking it, but we're talking about, unfortunately, his mum dying, which, again, it heart bleeds for anyone that goes through that, but it's irrelevant from this actual thing that is going on. Um, you know, talk kind of giving I can't be racist because I got I went out with a Muslim. It just, and then saying like and subscribe, it just, it just looked like WWE, man. But no one truly gets cancelled in this world unless you send for certain groups of people and, and, and certain things. So, yeah, it, again, I'm no lawyer, but that Gymshark sponsorship, it said temporarily suspended. Devil's advocate, I'm sure him and, and the owner of Gymshark are brethren. Dust settle, everything blow over, he'll be back again, in it. So it's disgusting. And as for Loz, Loz is a cool guy as well. I remember he used to show me the cameras and how he used them and things like that. A bit different, I would say. A bit different, a bit... Well, both of these both of the guys weird, really, but a bit different, but a cool guy. And I felt sorry for him to a degree because you're putting a rock in a hard place, really, because obviously his family, 
specifically his wife and his child are being, you know, a Muslim. So it's a difficult one. And for me, I know if my friend said that, I know my friends would not come out and say that in it. I know whatever I'm doing, like to them to come out and say that they're mocking my thing in it. So yeah, man, that's all I got to say on that, man. Really and truly. That's all I got to that's all I got to say on that, man. It's disgusting, really. It's absolutely disgusting. Disgusting. You know, really disgusting. And for for for, for Brian, like how much fuck ups do you want to be part of, bro? Every now and again, you're getting these nonsenses, you know, happening to you. Every now and every now and again, there's something with Donnie. And I'm not gonna lie, bro. Completely irrelevant from that, but you see when Andrew Tate sends for, for True Jordy, it's crazy, bloody. Like he's an elite troll, bro. <laughs> But yeah, man, you know, I mean, it. you know, True Jordy has come out with a couple of these things. You've obviously seen the them screenshots on the Bakey thing. Everyone's allowed to like what they like. But yeah, blood, uh, it's, 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 it's crazy. But what I would say is, again, I guess I am a YouTuber. I guess I am weird to a degree. Not these man's weird, but these YouTubers are fucking weirdos, man. They're all weird. They all do this WWE acting. Like I've like certain man on that channel. I've been there when they specifically say I'm not going. I, this ain't my opinion. But when the camera's on, I'm gonna do this, and that goes for a lot of them. This is why you don't really see me, and maybe that's why I'm not where I want to be or where I need to be. But that's why you don't really see me do the click up thing with these people because I don't know them. I don't necessarily like them, um, and they don't stand for nothing, so they fall for anything, and they're just immoralists. Like from where I come from, your pride, your morals, you know, wearing your like you know wearing your heart on your sleeve, how you conduct yourself. This is everything in life, you know. Forget money and all these things. These lot are just loyal to coin. These lot are just, you know, whores to the engage, to the algorithm and things like that. These lot are WWE. Big up you if you watch WWE, but these dons are WWE characters. They act. They're all actors. And that's, I guess, clout is the new currency. Again, you come out on these socials, you move mad, you act up, you clip things. It's weird, bro. It's weird. And what I would say is, again, playing devil's advocate, that's clearly not the first time. And again, one thing that shocked me, is because, you know, I can't even remember his name and he follows me on Twitter and, and I don't know his religion, you know. I don't know if he's Muslim, Hindu or whatever, but the first thing that went through my head was when I used to kind of work on that show, Is was it Rowan? I can't remember his name, but him. And he's an Asian brother. I don't remember if he's Hindu, if he's Muslim, whatever he is in it, because he never told me. But my first thought was, what if that's that guy's Muslim? That's the guy where you can't see. I don't know if he's there now, but that's a brother who... You, you lot wouldn't be, it don't make sense in it, but you see when you're watching, if you imagine like the table, why, you, what, you know, there's several cameras, but there's also a guy walking around, zooming in different angles and just doing all that technology BS. He's Asian. And I know for a fact, there's been a couple, you know, Muslim people who have worked there, Asians. I was a black youth, you know, the couple other black youths are on the show, you know, all of these sort of things. So it's disgusting, really. And, you know, the, I know he does all the content with other things, but primarily coming to this thing with football. What is football about? Inclusivity. It doesn't matter if you're rich, poor, black, white, man, woman, sexual orientation, all that BS. So I hate when, especially a sport like this that's been used to stop wars, people that have built their platform off this, not practising what they preach and just being fucking disgusting, bro. Like, you know, you know the Islamophobia thing that goes on. You know a lot of problems that people get just from their flipping religion you know islam is a very peaceful religion obviously you've got muslims you've got christians you've got people of you've got men of all walks of life that use the religious word to, to kind of i don't know the word but they use the religious word to kind of use vested interests and stuff but islam is a religion of peace man are not going around doing suicide bombs and all these things that he's insimulating and blowing people up so again it's disappointing and it's probably disappointing 
to the people them that follow him as well. And obviously, for me, it's it's just a reminder you don't know no one, bro. But I, I like I said, I'm not his brethren. That's as close as it's got in it. And talking too much on this thing in it, I'd rather focus on the good, which is on you lot. But Harrison kicked me off, so that's that man. It is what it is in that regards, bro. It's, Disgusting, bro. It's big. It's this. It's, it's, it's mad. Big up DJ Mike Lee. I'm from Bermuda, but I've seen Loki watching you for time years, fam. I can see you're real. Out to far. I appreciate that. I don't know about this real and all these things. I'm just myself in it. And like I said, it's, it's a WWE thing, these youths, man. And again, for me, the worst thing I sat there, I can't lie. The first comment I went through my head is, right, he said that about Muslims or insinuated that about Muslims. What's he said when I've been there behind the scenes or some other black you? Because that Vidal YouTuber boxer done's there. What, what's he said? Because this is what people need to deep it. If my man's going to be racist against Muslims or whatever the word is, then my man's going to say something about it. My man's been saying stuff, innit? So I hope he learns from me and fixes up. You know, you lost a sponsorship for you being stupid. You know, might even lose more because, you know, I don't like the cancel culture thing, but man are going to smell blood and certain people won't stop until literally you're on a doorstep. So think about it. And, you're a big brock ass man, you know. Like you're a big brock ass man. I don't think, you, bro. It doesn't matter if you're twelve or, or seventy-two. But you're a big brock ass man, you know. This ain't some. This ain't like speed or something. Some seventeen, eighteen-year-old kid coming out and doing nonsense. You're a big brock ass man with a kid, you know. Been having life experiences. I, I don't know how it's set in Newcastle, but you've been moving to London. Your channels allowed you to mix it with with people from all different walks, races, and religions. How you that? Pardon my language. Stupid is another thing, but. I'm not sympathetic at all, blood. Like, you, you're talking that nonsense. That's what happens, man. And again, Crocodile Tears, uh, again, if he's genuinely sorry, if he genuinely, from his heart, is sorry, who am I to tell him, man, he's not in it? He's going to have to just take that with God in it. But to me, my opinion, watching that, crazy. And I felt sorry for Gio, for Loz, for Jack, for Rowan. Bro, for a pair of them people that I used to rub shoulders with around that show, because you lot have to get corner as well. You lot are going to hold it, but dead that now, people. I don't want to talk about that no more, man. Big up all the Muslims out there. You can't be surprised, bro. DG, you're a real man. People like you in this world are scarce. Big up my man. Values, integrity, respect and ethics. I wouldn't say we're rare, man, but I appreciate that, man. I meant, are there any extra subs for extra halves? Probably there is. Well, you got five subs and I think you're allowed an extra sub in half time. The game's not on in the States either. You lot are making me worried. Well, listen, let's worry about that tomorrow, man. I remember last year we couldn't fight the Chief for the Wimbledon match. Ironically, that was one of my most viewed watch-alongs, man. Shout out to the brother at the Emirates who was showing it on his phone. Bro, that was a mazza. You lot are making me consider snaking you lot and seeing if I can get a ticket. And big up Mr. Ablid23, because I can see he's already commented my live stream for, for tomorrow and said, just a heads up, tomorrow's game isn't televised. We'll make it work, man. We'll make it work, man. We'll make it work. Might need to do a Chelsea, City Chelsea watch along. I hear that, but, and, and it is a game I want to watch, Potter versus, versus Pep and that. But Arsenal's on. I don't care about that if we're playing. Like, we could be playing Enfield Town and it could be a Champions League final. If Arsenal are playing the same day, I ain't going to cap. We'll probably have both on. But I want to see my team, man. <laughs> Can we hit the like button, people? 100 likes. I'm doing great, man. You know, life could be better. It could be worse. I can't lie. I've really been trying to 
How do I make it make sense? Like focus on engagement. I don't think my views, my engagement, my interactions on anything are good enough. So the challenge is getting better there, innit? So yeah, man, just trying to end the year strong. Appreciative to you lot as well, man. And that's the thing. You take a time to build up reputation. It takes a second to lose it. Everyone makes mistakes. Everyone, everyone, this, everyone said the Ogritchy stuff. Everybody jokes a different way. But once you come into the public background place, the public foreground, you've got to be sensible, bro. And it's not the first time. Like, again, I'm not going to sit and say off the top of my mind, I can remember any of these incidences by True Geordie, but I know for a fact that this ain't his first time, you know, because you see it trending. And for me, it's disappointing, Carl. I, again, I don't know you from nowhere, but I had you down as a stand-up dude for my interactions with you, but you never truly know anyone. Pardon me. Sorry, DG, bit late today. Boss was near my desk. Have you spoken on the Brighton game yet? Ravi, what do you want to know, man? I haven't. And don't get fired, my guy. Stay safe, man. Put your earpods in, my dude. <laughs> Shout out with my nine-to-fivers, man. Diane. Thank you for your kind words, man. I get no signal in the Emirates. Couldn't live stream even if I tried. And that's why I rate that guy even more because mine kind of goes in and out um, on, on when I'm at the Emirates. So I didn't get it. You, you man, just get an ad block and watch the game on VIP League. It's a website. Now, nah, people only say when they've been caught. I haven't seen what's been said yet, but there's no excuse to be a dickhead. 100%. There's no excuse. So, yeah, man, it is what it is, man. No, it's not even F the industry. It's like there's a lot of good people I've met in the industry. There's a lot of nice people in the industry. And I'm not, you know, but it's just obviously in life, you got to play games. I'm just not on it, man. Like, I'm not on it. Like sometimes I sit there, I'll be kidding to you lot if I didn't sit there and I and I and I and I've sat here many a time and I'll say, not that I'm this moral guy and all these things, but sometimes I wish like why does integrity and all these things mean so much to me? Because if it didn't, bro, man would be caking. Like that's why, again, I'm sure these have their own morals and you only have loyalty to yourselves, but I just find these lot this. I just find content creators in general. There's a couple of good ones, but deceitful, conniving, WWE characters, stand for nothing, fall for anything, man. But yeah, man, it is what it is, man. Debate at the moment I'm seeing today is whether sack it off or go for the trophy. I want to win the game. I mean, we have to rest players, innit? In relation to Brighton, we need to rest players. We need to be a bit cute. We need to be a bit clever. But, you know, we need to keep... We also need to keep it going. We need to maintain our good form. We need, we're in a trophy. Why would man want to go out at the first st stage, really? I want to go as far as we can. But again, this is why you have a squad, really. You know, Arteta has shown with the Europa League, he'll still go strong. I can't... I, I think there will be some rotation tomorrow, but I can't say... You know, that he'll change too much, really. You know, again, I don't know who would play. There's rumours Cedric might get a look in. You know, Jesus can't buy a goal. So if you can't buy a goal, you want to start. I imagine every Arsenal player is sitting there, regardless of what Arteta wants to do, knocking on his door and saying, listen, Gaffer, I want to play. You know, footballers, obviously footballers want rest and things. And as we get closer to the World Cup, probably a couple of footballers are thinking about injuries, but everyone wants to play. You know, I don't even know who I would start. Really, well, that's a good that's a good way to kick it off as well. Like, what would we? I mean, is Turner fit? If Turner's not fully fit, Ramsdale again, I'd have to wait for Mikel Arteta the Gaffer to shed some light on that. Uh, Cedric's in line to play. I kind of want to rest Ben White, but he might even want to play against his own club, his old club people. So I'd say Cedric. I mean, Holding's probably going to get a look in. I'm a bit shook of Holding against Brighton, but Cedric Holding. 
I think you've got to get Gabriel in there. You need one of the first-choice centre-halves in there. Tini would probably play. And I say that because, again, in midfield, I'd go El Nene, go Xhaka. And you know what? I'd play Zinchenko in midfield, you know. I'd play Zinchenko. I know he got 77 minutes and he probably wouldn't start. But, you know, I'm inclined to play Zinchenko. I want to see him in midfield on some sense. So maybe Zinchenko in the middle. But then again, that complicates things up front. Because then again, there's no Vieira. So I would say, you know what, Zinchenko slash Vieira slash Fabio. It's a difficult one because then you've got Nelson plays for me. Eddie's going to play off the left or in the middle. Wait, wait. If Jesus or Sil wait, Jesus, if he plays today, tomorrow, and he gets a yellow card, he can't play against Wolves, can he? Because if he got a yellow card against Chelsea, some of you lot were saying he doesn't play against Wolves. I mean, he doesn't play against Brighton midweek. So, oof. Saliba night off with that. If if that is true, if that is true, then Nelson Eddie Martinelli, man, do that, man. So yeah, I'd probably go Cedric Holding, Gabriel Tierney, El Nene Xhaka, because Xhaka can do that. Zinchenko slash Fabio Vieira, Nelson Eddie Martinelli for me, man. Really, that would probably be it for me. And I don't know what Brighton are on, really, because they might name a strong team. Any time I hear Arsenal versus Brighton, it, it, it makes me a bit nervous. I'm not going to lie. It's one of them bogey teams. Like, I've seen us drop too many points, more points than I can count at home to them. Obviously, away from home has not been filled with happiness. Hopefully, it's not quite Graham Potter's uh, Brighton, but still, man. So we'd have to see. DG, we've all said things in the heat of the moment. We don't mean... I don't think True Geordie is racist. We can all make mistakes. Amani, respectfully, I don't give a flying, flying fuck what you think. I don't even care what half the people think. Whether he's racist or not, you've you've spoken about it, it. I don't care, really. It's nothing to do with me. We all make mistakes. Don't come out and say stupid things because it now opens up things. I don't know or care, but I shouldn't have said that. Deserve all the heat that's gone gone with you, you know, because there's people that struggle. There's Muslim people and things like that in some places in the world, can't even walk to the walk to the shop without being attacked and things like that because of comments and rhetoric around that. And when you've got millions of subscribers and things like that, people that look up to you, you have a duty of care. So people do make mistakes. I don't necessarily think he's necessarily racist, but I don't know because you come out and said a mad thing. If you say that, boy, I looked at it, I looked at the colour of my skin. Have you got Muslim jokes? What, you, what black jokes you got? And of course, there's a time and a place to have a little bit of banter. If that's how you and your friends banter, if you had a Muslim brother and he calls you this and you call him that, then fair play. But to the public, shut your mouth, man. Simple as that. Shut your mouth. And if you can come out and be that confident when your best friend and you're there, when the son was born, I was... If you're doing all of that for your best friend or, or, or laws and that, then you should think twice, innit? You're a big man. No excuses. But again, I'm, I'm not in a dis shade borough gossip thing so allow me with all of this man I, respectfully i care about what you think in football i don't give a flying fuck what you think in relation to true geordie i don't even care what i think i don't care you get me there's mad things going on to muslims in china what always will try to chat about and i ain't got time for this man Don't give a crap. Let's stay with Arsenal, man. Bright, bro. Brighton, Southampton. Feels like Southampton. Southampton, you make me sick. You know, big up Newcastle because they're battering teams at home and away. But it seems like the only games Southampton turn up for is Arsenal at St Mary's. Make me sick. <laughs> but yeah, man. Jesus gets twenty minutes second half to change the match if needed. I'm good with. 
links of Marquinhos on loan in Jam. We're going to get into that in a sec. But yeah, man, like, it is what it is in that regards, folks, man. What's Benny Blanco done this time? But yeah, I want us to go strong for the trophy. I, I won't lie to you, man. I want us to go I want us to just go. Like, if we want to be a team, historically, what Liverpool and City have done, where, well, Liverpool's quadruple shouts went down the toilet, but they're expected to compete for everything. We have to deal with it, really and truly. I do expect him to rotate. I do think we need to be a bit cute and clever at this time of year, you know, things like that. But at the same time, we've got two games left until we F off for the World Cup. You could probably name a strong team. If I'm playing devil's advocate, even though I think we need to rest players, do we really need to? Because again, if this is Wednesday, Tuesday, Champions League settings next season by God's grace, and then we've got a big game on Saturday, yeah, there's going to be rotation and resting players, but man, are not going to sit here and say, oh, Jesus, this, Saliba, that. You're going to have to play a bit like with the Europa League. You're going to just have to get on with it, really. And we people, we have, you know, they have been dealing with, you know, three games every 10 days, two games a week, but I couldn't begrudge Mikel Arteta if he just went, you know what, strongest team are going out there, wrap up the job. If anything, you know, the more goals you score, the quicker you put this game beyond reasonable doubt, the more other players can come on and do their thing. People off topic, loan report will be out later today and my review of the 21s and 18s. I didn't have time to do the thumbnails and that, but they're uploaded onto YouTube. I just need to click the goal button. But yeah, if Arteta rotates, I'm cool with it. If he goes strong, I'm cool with it. I more want the high energy levels for the Molyneux because Wolves are a bit of a dodgy team. And for me, our, our away form is improving and things like that. But I'm wary of every, every away game we go to, if I'm completely honest. So just in football in general, aren't we the first team out of the big six clashes this season to win away from home? I, I could stand to be corrected. And we still got a lot of big away games. So, yeah, I kind of want everybody available for that Wolves game because it is going to be, you know, if, if the weather stays like this, wet, windy evening kickoff. No clue why it's 7.45 on a Saturday. We're in my Saturday evening, but it's all right. There we have it, really and truly, folks. Could finally play Sunday League the next day, though. But, yeah, man, that's what I would say in relation to Arsenal beat Brighton, man. Just keep it simple as that. Keep the momentum, win the game, go to the next round. Simple business. Simple business, if I'm honest with you. But Brighton are not going to come over here and roll, roll over. Big up DG. In recent history, a lot of winners of the League Cup win the league because of the momentum. I hear that. Was really hoping Jesus and Saliba get their yellow cards out the way in Chelsea. Can't afford them missing any Premier League games. Trust, because again, if they don't get one against Wolves, we got West Ham on Boxing Day. And then it's brazy after that. I hope their form continues. But yeah, man. You might have answered this before, but do you think Saliba would be more exposed with a traditional right back? Not really, no. Because Ben White, if you know, I know he's been played at centre back, but he's probably played more as a right back than in the senior game than he has as a centre half at Arsenal, at Brighton, and at Leeds. Really and truly, he was playing back three at Brighton. So, it, it, of course, he's not Danny Alves, but not really, really. If anything, he'd probably. If it, when I hear traditional right back, I'm, I'm assuming you mean Gary Nev, basic defend first. If anything, any defender's probably going to look a bit better where you're a bit narrow. And I think the whole improvement is obviously Saliba's gone out on loan. Gabriel and Ben White have improved year on, year out, and there's still a lot to go. But, and Arsenal are not there yet, but we've improved that, you know, we're starting to think a bit better defensively. I do think we're a better defensive side. I don't say we're a good defensive side yet, but, you know, we're picking up clean sheets. There's a bit more grit. There's a bit more determination. There is still moments of madness, brain fart. But if that collective responsibility doesn't change, like Liverpool, Liverpool could have brought in, could have brought in Van Dijk and Alisson and been shit. But before that, you could see, you know, when Klopp first came in, Liverpool were 
minute 30 seconds to the last 30 seconds, it's just up and down the pitch and it were playing one way. Then there was better defensively. Then they started keeping clean sheets. Then they started managing games well. And Ellison and Van Dijk took it to a new level, kind of like what you see to a degree at United. Varane last season looked pony because he's playing with crap dons, really and truly. Even Lissandro Martinez, who didn't have the best of games, but he looks pony next to Lindelof. Lindelof charging against Villa, charging out of defence. I don't know what he tried to do. And then if you go and watch the highlights, he's charging out. They literally put a ball into the channel, into the space, sorry, that he's left when and scored. But, you know, United went and grabbed Varane. Partner, I mean, went and grabbed Lissandro, partnered in with Varane. At a time, you know, Melanzar and Shaw, was getting a tune out of it. The locks locked it down and they look a bit better defensively. You know, it's not just a one-man defending thing. You're only as good as what your team is. And again, in modern football, your first attacker is Ramsdale, in Arsenal's case, with a goalie. The first defender is the best defensive forward in the world, as Pep said, in, in Gabby Jesus. And that's why I really like the way we pressed sit, um, pressed Chelsea, sorry, individually and collectively on Sunday. Probably our easiest three points of the season, really. Ah, forget the Bournemouth one. We've got agendas to run. So, yeah, man, elite questions, elite talking points as usual, man. Oh. Let's talk about how Ramsdale went from meaty to this. Ramsdale's never been meaty. He just... Sometimes he does some some crazy things. He's a still a young keeper learning again. I do think you could upgrade on Ramsdale if he had the money, but I like Ramsdale. I like what he can become. I like his mentality. Probably needs to cover his pulse a bit better. You know, kind of, I would say, decision-making sometimes, you know, like, like against PSV away. He's come out for the corner. Obviously, you haven't catched it. But then again, people could get onto him. If Ramsdale's not switched on leads away, we don't get three points in that game. Shout Gabriel as well. Hit the likes and subscribe if you haven't. But DG, we barely got a team, let alone a squad. Of course, I hear that. But again, if the medical team, has, I hear it. But if the medical team has signed man off, if the players can look you in the eye and players will, in a nice way, they're going to be a bit deceitful, you know. This is why it annoys me when people say players don't care. Because players might be carrying a hamstring knock or something. In their heart, they know something's wrong. But they're saying to the gaffer they can play. And that obviously has knock-on effects. But if they're being honest, they're fit, they've recovered well, then play the guys, bro. It's cup competition. In, 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 I hear you lot with the wrestling thing, but it's cup competition. There's no do-overs. It's either you play the strongest team and try to go through or go out. And man, I'm playing on Wednesday. You're going to have a Thursday off, Friday little training, and Saturday evening you go again. And for me, it's all about preparing for next season. By God's grace, we get Champions League. It's not done yet until it's mathematically done. But you're going to have to play Tuesday, Wednesday. You know, them Chelsea players, they had they had 24 hours recovery on us. Who looked the fitter team? We just need Vieira and Ketia, El Nene and them, man. I think we're good still. Do the thing. Telemans to Arsenal. No, because Tommy played like a traditional right back. I hear you because he's a bit more conservative, but does he? Because he's done the narrow thing and stuff like that. Shout out TW for becoming a member. Man called him Ben Maldini. Arsenal player the season so far changed my mind. He's up there. I disagree, but he's up there. That's true. First two Villa goals, the lead up to the second Lindelof is nowhere to be seen. Again, defending is all about communication, bro. How your keeper communicates with the centre-backs, how the full-backs on both sides communicate with each other, how, you know, the centre-backs nearest to them, how they talk to their wingers, how they talk to their midfielders, how the midfield protect their back line. It's all, there's almost, in football, there's three sub-teams, your defensive third, your middle third and your strikers, your striker attacking player things. And it all comes together. We're only as good as our weakest man. If one person, and that's one thing I've liked this season, because not a single player 
mistakes happen, but not a single player for me has run a, has run away from doing the hard work. I remember a time at Arsenal many years ago where it looked like players wanted to half, they wanted to turn on the defensive work, game to not even game to game, every now and again. Now it's become a minimum. And again, these are things that you shouldn't necessarily be praised for because these are, you know, things you need if you want to be a serious team. But yeah, five yellow cards accumulated before match week 19 results in a one-match ban. Exactly. And January pick fixture list isn't nice to us as well. Ramsdale licks too many Red Bulls before the game. I, I love it, man. I like that Bamba kid from what I've seen. We spoke about him yesterday. So check out my live stream from yesterday for extended thoughts. Mail Sport picked Arsenal's 11s versus Iran and no Arsenal players included. All right, man. By now, I always say it low profile. Any Arsenal fans, if you're getting rattled by anything the media say, I have to look at you look like you are being stupid now. The media don't like us. They don't want to like us. They know that a bit like I'd say after us, United, they know if they say certain things, we're ready to move mad on the net. Your, 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 mad, your madness on the net results in clicks. Like Obviously, you had to read that. That's clicks. That's bills. Bills being paid. Stop paying these journalists. Bills, ignore them. Me, personally, I don't give a fly monkeys what Talk Shite says, what Rio Ferdinand says, what Gary Nev says. Forget them. They're going to love us one. They hate us the other. Let them. They're not even true football people nowadays. Maybe when they were players. They're just loyal to agendas and engagement and interactions. Clout is the new currency. You talk nonsense, things happen for you. It's jarring. Make sure you lot are following. I hope this is the right one. If this is really is MCFC Daps of Never a Foul, make sure you do up them and subscribe. That's my guy. He's a City fan. I don't know why he's trying to force this title challenge thing with Arsenal and this rivalry. I don't. We don't know you lot. Like we don't know you lot. Just keep doing your pep thing and leave us alone. What made you an Arsenal fan, Thierry Henry, mate? And Patrick, but Thierry Henry, blood. Like, you know, 27, remember being called a glory hunter for being an Arsenal fan. How times have changed. Or maybe they're changing again. Maybe they're changing again. Maybe they're changing again, man. Yeah, man, just leave us alone, bro. But be careful, that's, you know what they say? The apprentice sometimes outshines the master. Be careful, Arteta might be cooking. He might be cooking. Dare to believe in what, listen, Arsenal, just get me Champions League football. Just, just Champions League football. Listen, I would love to do the Leicester thing and win the title, but I don't think we are. City, you lot are bored. You're bored, Pep's bored, the media's bored. They're forcing this title challenge. You lot are running away with the English Farmers League. Leave us alone. Saying that, I haven't checked the league table and it is only November, but the table don't lie. You're only as good as your last game and all of them cliches. I think it speaks for itself, my boy. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, bro, we, bro, them free them free Man City fans that go to the Etihad every week trying to trigger us. I have to, Daps. We got nothing else. I have to act like you got no fans, which you might not. <laughs> All right, man. I hope this, I hope this never ends. Bro, forget these forget what they think, man. I don't give a crap, crap what they like about our club. I'm not sure what you're saying there, Dr. Bird, but who cares? Who really gives a flying monkeys what these guys have to say? If you know something, I know something. Eric, think about the players. If the players listened to Gary Neville a year over a year ago, Ben White might as well have packed up and moved away. Instead, he didn't. He got going. And the same guy, Gary Neville, is now singing his praises. Forget them. That's the only, that's one thing I've loved since Mikel Arteta has, has happened, has come in. If you are not leave the hyping and the and the, the positive and negative mad reactions to the fans and the media, they've never let themselves get defeated with the negativity 
And if you listen to Arteta in the press conferences, he's not getting excited. Like he keeps it. Fans don't want to hear that. You don't want to hear someone telling you to calm down when there's every reason to be excited. But yeah, man. Shout out Rants in the Cup. PSF, then Agenda Merchant supporting what Sky asked them to. Exactly. Exactly that. Exactly that. Exactly that. You know, it's very funny. They said, oh, how was the money spent last year? And you're seeing the building blocks. But again, forget them and there, man. Like, these lot don't believe half the things. Same way we was talking about some earlier. Some YouTubers do this WWE thing. Sky Sports do some WWE thing. A lot of these journalists and that, even legends of Arsenal, of United, because someone's there, of City, of all of these clubs, Liverpool. A lot of them don't watch football like that unless they're getting paid, you know. Unless they're getting paid, they're not watching football like you lot. They're not in the know like you lot. They just say the same old cliche things because, again, this is the easiest country to be a pundit if you're an ex-player because your bullshit is never checked. It's never checked. No one. Ever, this is why I've got a lot of time for people like Emma Hayes because she will say, I don't know this. I've got this wrong. And then she comes with research on certain things. But, again, she's not at the top of the tops where it comes to it. I don't give a crap. Let Forget the acknowledgement, man. All I care about is Arsenal in the top four come May, in it. You do that. You do what you need to do. People talk, man. They talked last year. They said the project was dead. Then they moved like it was an assurance to get top four. Then when we crumbled last season, what did they say? Forget it. At this point, you don't have to blame yourselves. If you're, if you're genuinely getting rattled off what you see these people say, then you have to blame yourself. Look at Richard Keys. Even me, I'm guilty of it. You know, he knows he's chatting. But he knows Arsenal fans are going to give me engagement. So anytime Mikel Arteta is pacing up and down the pitch, he knows, I say this, Arsenal fans are going to get onto me. He's laughing. Half the time when these guys talk nonsense, there, there's a video under the subtweet. Look at, I don't even want to give clout to it, but Jamie O'Hara and Pennant. In what world can they tell, can they be making out that, how can they question PK? In what world? Two players who ended their career at Billy at Billericay and hashtag United and SC Dons and them things. How can they critique the career of PK without any disrespect? But they know it's engagement. It's ridiculous. Ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. But again, at this point, you're driving yourself mad. If you're genuinely looking at these things, taking in what these guys say, you're making yourself mad, man. Should have beat. Should have beat City Jam first. Revenge coming soon. Listen, cool, man. Cool, man. City are... I mean, I'm a bit on to Pep Guardiola. He owes us. Because what? Didn't he give four to six points to, to Spurs last season? You couldn't even give Arteta a little something. You owe us, Pep. You need to give us something, man. In the words of the great 21 Savage, still need to see Arsenal with the Premier League. Trust. If we add quality players this January window, we can be serious contenders for the Prem title. Really? Fair enough. Come on, Jamie O'Hara beat trying to fight little kids, bro. Here in Tossart News, where, where? Provide links, man. The Tossart one's always always linked with us, man. I don't buy that. I mean, Tossart's a good little player for the fee. It would be lit. It wouldn't be the worst. It's a little squad player experience, you know, premier proven. Not going to raise the curtain of the, squad, of, the, of the squad, but he's going to make us better. I'm all for that. Like Rancer said there, them and they are sniffheads, blood. Alcoholic sniffheads. Just chatting crap, bro. Like, they just get in there, get excited and chatting crap. They probably don't even know how to work social media. So this is the wickedest thing. You think Jamie O'Hara knows anything? After, oh, you know what? You know what happened, you know. Shout out to you if Daniel Lloyd did it, did it Jamie O'Hara. Let's chill out, man. I'm not, you can't take verbal from these kind of brothers, man. 
toss out going Chelsea apparently to kick off with Potter. It makes sense, innit? Go and join Cucurella, the link up, start the agendas. I mean, I'd like Calcedo as well, but fans, bro, you know, Brighton got an appreciating asset. The only one that kind of got a deal is Basuma because he had a year left and he ain't doing too much. You know, Chelsea had to pay more than an arm and a leg. Shout out City because City keep doing this, you know, a couple of times. We've seen it with Ronaldo, Jorginho allegedly, Fred allegedly, uh, Cucurella. It's like we're linked with him. We want him, we want him. And then they kind of just bust out from wanting to buy these players. But yeah, man, it all depends because Tossart's got a year left with an option of another one. They're going to get decent money. Calcedo's not going for nothing cheap. Probably more than Arsenal's got, man. He owes us, bro. Hey, 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 Daps. Remember who kicked off this City revolution? Way before all of this, maybe a bit, way before all of this, Colo Torre, Adebayo, Kalishi. The ones that walk, that, that had to run so you can walk. You owe us. You owe us what? Because you gave us someone that we don't know as a centre mid or a left back or someone that ain't got more than 15 league goals in a year. And I feel so ashamed of myself for saying that, but we have agendas to push. He owes us. You know what's mad? I'm taking Tossar over Mudrick. I hear the logic because I know I've seen Mudrick. I mean, I've seen Tossar a lot more, but uh, I mean, Mudrick looks like he's got more years in the legs. Ironically, I'd rather leave them both, you know. Really, if it, I'll take Mudrick, but it all depends on the fee. Again, he might very well look like to be this crazy footballer in the future and things, but to me, I definitely don't think he's worth 60 million euros. Yeah, he might dribble past someone in a Champions League game and it goes viral and he does score some great finishes, but no one talks about the bad games. And for me, it's like everybody and their nan is an expert on Shaq to the next Ukrainian football and Mudrick, really. No one can really rise up the weaknesses. DG, remember I say this January, Man City is dead food for Arsenal. Hey, man, I'll take your word for it. Open pray, man. We've got to get out there and do what we need to do. Nasri, Sagna. Bro, we provided them and their foundation, man. Forgetting themselves. Forgetting themselves. DG, you're making my mornings full of tax returns and and stat sheets full of fun. Top fella, I appreciate that. That don't sound that don't sound fun, but I appreciate that. Not going to lie, would like Madison in the summer, he would take us up a level. Does he, though? A key word, upper level. And I'm not disagreeing with what you're saying at all, but upper level, I disagree. You know, he would definitely raise his own ceiling. He would look better with a lot at Arsenal anywhere with better players. I don't think he takes us upper level in the same way. For me, that's when we signed Santi. That's at the time when we brought Arshavin. That's when we brought Meza Ozil in the creative team. That's when we brought Alexis Sanchez. I don't want to praise him, but that is when we brought Abamian. He's coming with goals. That is raising the, the levels and the curtains of the team. To a degree, I'd even say Jesus. If, in fact, I can't sit here and lie. He might not be scoring like that, but he has raised the level of this team, if I'm completely honest with you. That's raising the levels. I think Madison will compliment. He's got scope to grow. The biggest, most impressive thing about Madison for me is he believes in himself, man. Like, not I don't really think in this country you're ever going to get to see NBA-style interviews and things like that, but you, he wants it. He wants to be a showman in a humble way. You know, he wants to be the guy, the centre of attention, man. Daps, go away, bro. Like, <laughs> go away, fam. Chat to the Liverpool Duns. Leave me alone, man. There's always better to get, man. You know, we've got the same amount of Champions League trophies. <laughs> Self-sabotage there. DG, if these players win the league, would they be referred to as club legends? I mean, I couldn't knock it. I couldn't knock it. You, you know, you it's, it's legendary if you win the first... Whoever's part of, by God's grace, one day, the first title that's that's delivered in the Emirates era. But oh, I think for me, legends are a bit mad still. But 
I mean, Saka, yeah, Smith Rowe, yeah, he come through Hayland, didn't it? So why not, man? The players, what we want as fans and the fan base, what players, what what's the Arsenal hierarchy? What? The players, what we want as a fan base and what the Arsenal hierarchy get are two different worlds, bro. That's true. And to be honest with you, if they listened to a lot of the fans, we would have signed some shit guys. Ironically, we could have missed out on some as well, man. I learned to stop listening to Arsenal fans when certain man wanted Owen Coyle to replace Arsene Wenger. That's when certain fans... Shh. Madison should look better at Arsenal, but he doesn't But he doesn't raise the level. I'm here for Madison, and you know what? You look at him, Milinkovic, Savage, anyone contracted until 2024, next summer, well, yeah, next summer is the one, really, where you're going to get significant peace. I can definitely can't say that guy's name, but the Napoli guy, I would love it, but it's gone now, isn't it? You have to get them kind of man before they go to Napoli. Napoli are difficult to, to do business with. He's 21 and he's an appreciating asset. He said his dream is Real Madrid. That one there is a myth. Conte too. I mean, Arteta's, Arteta's had some misses, but I think his talent ID has been good. You know, big fan of what Ramsdale does, like what Ben White's bringing. I mean, everyone can see Jesus and Zinchenko could have brought something. That's good. For me, it's more... It's more the players you're improving because don't get twisted. We need players. Everyone always wants players. We all want great players. But I just feel football fans, especially if you're talking about building a system and getting a team back to where it needs to be, you know, the Vengas, the Peps, the Fergusons, you know, they all showed it. It's the unsexy bits of football. It's tying contracts down, keeping the same bunch of players, sadly knowing when to move on certain players, improving what you've got. And, you know, that was a long time ago. Fans said that Martinelli's got a guy on loan. He's going from strength to strength. You know, been called up to Brazil now. Saka's dropped a, you know, a double, what's it, in terms of goals and assists last year. Same goals for Smith Rowe. Ben White's been reverted back to right, right back and he's never looking back. Saliba went out on loan. He's come back. Still a lot of uh, things to iron, but he's doing all right. So on and so forth, In it? These are the things that I like Mikel Arteta for doing. You know, he's had definitely had some misses in hindsight. I'm not going to knock it because it should have happened. A bad man contract. William signing between him and Edu, Cedric, Marie, them kind of man. You get what you pay for sometimes. But it's been good. Tomiyasu's brought something. Zinchenko's brought something, really. And, you know, even the way Tomiyasu, Zinchenko, well, not so much Zinchenko because we're doing that at City, but Tomiyasu and, and Tierney, they're kind of evolving, you know, really and truly. You know, since the moment Tomiyasu, I was watching him at Bologna. I never saw him being this inverted fullback at times. And Tierney's done that at times. So it's them kind of things there. Now my challenge to Arteta is, you know, can we get Jesus 15, 20 league goal stuff? You know, can we just get better really and truly? Tony is like, is heavily linked to join United in Jan. He's linked with everyone, but Brentford... Long gone are the days, you know, early 2000s, the 90s. These kind of guys will get grabbed off these teams very easily. But Brentford don't need to sell and everybody's got money. You want these players, you pay top money. You know, at the time we spent 50 million on Ben White off the back of one season. Chelsea bought Cucurella for 60 odd. Obviously, Maguire to United's 80. You know, we tried to buy Pedro Neto 50. It's a serious tax. So you either pay it. And to a degree at Arsenal, smash the light bomb, by the way, people. We're going to have to get into that scenario where we, quote, Overpay for certain players. Really, 45 mil. 45 million for Tony. Oh, it's not that he's not worth it. It's a bit... I, I wouldn't feel right, man. I don't think it... No, man. You must be able to go and find someone with that skill set for less than that. Really. Mad as part of Odegaard can work miracles given time. I'd agree. 
but let's just focus on bringing Telemans. Go and make an offer to Frankfurt to bring in Dika and Limstrong. I hear that. Winning the league under these circumstances would be legendary, bro. Win the league title, man. Pardon me. What would be your first choice signing that can happen? I don't know. I don't know anything that can happen really and truly. Centre mid. We're linked with Telemans. Get it done, innit? Pardon me. I want an eight and a ten. If it was up to me, two eights and a six. Get me either one, innit? If you can get me both, great. But... I just know anything happens to Partey and 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 uh, Xhaka, we're in trouble. I'm drawing for El Nene. Anything now happens to El Nene, uh, Operation Odegaard, Smith Rowe, Zinchenko, Fabio Vieira in the eight. I'm not trying to see Lukonga in the number eight role. I can't sit here and lie to you. I'm not trying to see that. Do you know one player I would like? But he's gone to Torino, and I don't know if physically he's built for it. Is it is his name Ricky? We was linked with him. I think he was at Empoli. But yeah, dream would be Benassia, but we ain't got the bread. You know, these kind of men, you know, we've been linked with Bernassia, Tonali. In recent weeks, Declan Rice, Jude Bellingham. Some are silly season, some are not. But we're going to get in a scenario where you have to pay that bread. Like, do man really think that, even though Haaland's a deal, a deal, do you really think City, if they could, would pay more than 85, would pay 85 million? They'd do it for less. That's how business works. Do you really think Liverpool wanted to spend 80-odd million on Van Dijk and whatever on Alisson? It comes with the territory. And at some point, we're going to need to find these what I call curtain raises, these one or two, this centre mid that can transform, this, you know, this striker that, for example, that can transform whatever, really. And I think we're we're not quite there, but I think we're getting to that scenario where we're going to need a couple of those sort of guys, really and truly, that raise the levels, really, that have a bit of stardust, that have a bit of magic, that can win games we don't deserve to win, you know, that can inspire players, you know. It would be lovely to have another Alexis Sanchez, especially when the club is healthy like this. Because when the club wasn't, Alexis used to inspire the world, especially because I used to be at the Emirates week in, week out. So imagine it now. What I'd give to have a Santi Cazola number eight right now as well. That would be the best thing. If we if I could wake up tomorrow and do that, Enzo, Fernand, Enzo Fernandez would be lit, but he's at Benfica. they got an appreciating asset. They're not letting man go anytime soon. I'm out, but people, 200 of you in here, get those likes up to the 150 mark for this elite content creator. He works harder than Conte's whole defensive unit. <laughs> Ain't my fair game. You're killing me, man. You bring it, make, bring it me to tears, mate. Appreciate that. Well, if you ain't got 80 million, forget it. Savage, 2024. But again, you need bread. You need bread. And again, for every English team, these clubs know you got money, bro. I always give the example. It's like if you're in England or America or whatever, and you go on holiday to, I don't know, to anywhere, you go on holiday, what the local guys and girls are paying for something, you're not paying that, you're paying a premium. Everyone in the Prem knows each other's got money, all the foreigners know it, you know? Why do you think Shakhtar is sitting here and saying, oh, man, Mudrik, apart, apart from Neymar and Vinicius, he's up there, we're selling to the highest bidder and these things. Are you sold on Mudrik? Not completely, because I can't be, because I, I can't tell you all his weaknesses. I don't know him good enough to know what your weaknesses historically are. What I see, I like. If you could have done it for 35 million in the summer, I hear it. If Mikel Arteta now has scouted and verified and that's who he wants and it can get done, then I'm prepared to put my trust in him. Uh, 45%, 50%. Not 100% convinced, if I'm honest. And that's not saying he's not a good player. But I'm not 100% convinced. We need to shock the world and bring Bellingham to the carpet. If you got more luck than me winning the league in football manager, mate. I can't lie to you, really and truly, man. <laughs> Smash the like button, people. We're doing great today. Santi would be unplayable, bro. There was times at the Emirates where Santi Ozil and Alexis, it's like we, there's 11 players, but it's like them three 
they're just taking over. They're playing one twos between them. Big up Aaron Ramsdale, Aaron Ramsey. Sorry, he used to try to get involved and fuck it up, but yeah, man. It was different. And to be honest, them three used to love linking up with Welbeck. That was one of the weirdest things at the Emirates. Alexis used to... It was almost like he loved playing with Danny Welbeck, maybe because he knew... And even in Welbeck's words, he gave him certain passes because he knew, you know, he would give Welbeck certain passes because he knew there were certain one-twos that he has to play. Conte, Tottenham, Conte's defenders of the earth. Well, I would hate to be playing like that, man. But, it, you know, it doesn't... Like Spurs fans have shown, when you're winning, it don't matter. Like, when you're losing, it's boring, it's boring football. I don't think you can set up like that game in, game out, unless you've got elite-level defenders, elite-level strikers with stardust. And there's only so much you can do with that. AC Milano are a selling club. Benassi deal can be done. Swap deal for Lukonga. I hope so, man. I don't quite share your enthusiasm, but I hope so, broski. I hope so. If Ox was 40, that if Ox was, was 40, Tony for 45 is calm. I hear you, but that don't really make sense. That was stupid business. That was great business from Arsenal. And in hindsight, a Wobie's fee looks good, but for a, a while it wasn't. That's terrible from Liverpool, an era where they signed good players. So uh, it's, it's not really the same, is it? I wouldn't cry because he's 45 million for Ivan Tony, any worse than 52 for Lacazette. Both work hard, both link up play, one can score goals. And I like Tony's mentality. Just think it's a bit pricey, man. Might as well do your next thing. Madison would definitely bag. But it would definitely take a minute for him to get on board with this mad pace flowing football we've got these men doing. I disagree. I think he'll hit the ground running, you know. But obviously, he'd have to adapt to what Mikel Arteta demands of him. My dream is to get Bellingham. We would be a dynasty low-key. It's a dream, man. But the hustle is sold separately. You have to bring them man to the carpet when they're at Brom. That's 100 million to have a conversation. Then you're going against Madrid, against City and everyone and their dog. Um, Arsenal could probably sell him a decent contract. I'd think he'd listen, but that's where it starts and stops, really, with the buck, if I'm honest with you. I want Telemann screamers at the Emirates. Definitely that Wayne Rooney-inspired screamer he scored in the last game. I'll tell you what, Reese Nelson shut me up right away. That was great to see him bagging. Hopefully, he continues to do that to everyone. Jude, perfect replacement for Xhaka, who's in his 30s, and Lukonga ain't it. Lukonga just celebrated his birthday and he's catching strays. Shaka don't get injured, but it's nice to have a replacement. Listen, first time for everything, touch wood. Why? And make sure that remains the case, man. No man is indestructible, really. We've got to bear that in mind. We've got to remember that. But yeah, man, don't forget, people, tomorrow we're watching Arsenal versus Brighton. Smash the like button and set your reminders. Hopefully there will be a, a, a stream to watch that with. Should we look at the current news? In fact, just before that, let's make a timestamp. General... General Arsenal thoughts. Fair enough. And then that sets up sets us up perfectly. 10340. Let's start looking at the popular talking in that man. So yeah. Has it has this has the screen changed? Opinion on Gabriel not making it to the World Cup. Check out my latest live stream. It's it's harsh because I don't think Bremer's form has been good. I think you know. They, if you look at Brazil's squad, they've gone not really with an out-and-out out nine. Hey, Neymar will play through the middle, but you know Neymar don't really do that. He'll operate off the left and that. Jesus is in the squad. He's learning to be a striker, really. He's a wide-forward striker thing. Richarlison is probably the nine in the squad, really. So I do think they're a bit light with that. If Neymar picks up two yellow cards in the first two games, he's suspended. Um, so that makes up something and everybody else. They brought Danny Alves, so that's probably why. You know, they're probably a bit short at centre-half. I know you've got Militao and things. 
Gabriel's been called up to the Brazil squad and not really been used, so maybe the manager's not convinced. So it's it's it, it's gotten, you know, shout out to Jesus and, and Martinelli, it's gotten, but it means we've got a player that's fresh, a player that's gonna be over there in Dubai, and a player young enough to play at a Copa America and and them things there, man. Hopefully, Martinelli and Neymar bring the World Cup home. If not, Saliba, if not Saka, or if not, I don't know from there in it, but yeah, I'd say that really and truly, if I'm honest. Now, I saw this report online, people. We knew this from the summer. Arsenal are weighing up whether to loan out Marquinhos in Jan. Scored a decent goal against Everton's under-21s. Now, he was meant to go on loan in the summer. He clearly showed something to Mikel Arteta that he could be utilised between now and January. Same goes for Reese Nelson. And in an ideal world, if he drank the same juice Martinelli did, maybe we'd be revisiting if we need a striker, for, I mean a winger. For me, he needs to go get games. And go and get games. That's by going on loan. Clearly, the first couple of months, he's just moved from South America to London. You know, there's a lot for the 19-year-old to adapt to on and off the field. Do all of that. I'd loan him out if you could as well, really. But it all depends where. The 19-year-old has made just one substitute appearance in the Premier League and Arsenal are now considering his situation ahead of the January transfer window. The Gunners are the Gunners looked at loaning Marquinhos out when he joined in the summer, but decided he would stay and get some action in the Europa League. Arsenal will now decide whether to keep him in their squad for the second half of the season or send them to another club to get first-team experience. If we don't bring in another winger, I think you have to keep him and Nelson in it. We need bodies. Marquinhos could end up staying put with Arsenal facing a hectic schedule after the World Cup. That Katyarabal Cup fourth round is due to start just two days after the World Cup final. While Well, it would probably be without the players who participated this. While the quarterfinals and both legs of the semi-finals are in January, the third and fourth rounds of the FA Cup are also in January. And if you remember from Boxing Day to about February, it's not nice. So it's uncharted waters, really and truly. Marquinhos could easily be involved in these games. And as a result, Arsenal are unlikely to sanction a loan if it will leave them short on numbers, as it should be. Arsenal are not flush in wide options and are interested in signing a new winger in January if they can find a player who will improve the squad for the right price with the interest in the likes of Falgondo Torres at Orlando City and Shakhtar, the next star, Mudrick people. Uh, again, apparently, Tommy asked, let's see what that's actually said. Firmino missed out on the Brazil team. Let's see what's been said here. Should we see what our old gaffer, Mika Unemery, uh, said as well? So let's close that. What's this? Apparently, Brazil boss Tite explained shock decision to call up Martinelli, the free cap Martinelli. Uh, he has said, we like Martinelli's aggressiveness. He's one of the top players at Arsenal, the first place team in the Premier League. He's good in 1v1s. He's rapid in transitions and he's been playing at a consistently good level. Amen. Uh, Arsenal received Tommy Asu injury boost for World Cup return, people. He's set to return to action after the World Cup, allegedly. I will not buy players that cost more than 30 million this summer. I mean, that's a bit weird to have that rule. If a player costs two pounds or 30 million, if they're the right player for us, bring them to the carpet, really. They're bored, in it. You got to, to be fair, it's not a shock, but it is a shock, to be fair. But yeah, Tommy Asu might might be fit if he's if he's going to the World Cup. Fair enough, Tommy. Hopefully you're back. Cedric Suarez set for rare Arsenal start against Brighton, but optimism over Tomiyasu injury blow. Apparently, the Japanese FA continue to be in contact with Qatar this week in preparation for the World Cup, and they are optimistic Tomiyasu will be joining them with the rest of the players next week. That will be a major boost to Japan with the 20th four-year-old, a key part of his country's defence. I mean, no disrespect to Japan, but, you know, you're going there 
to do up the group stages and you're coming straight home. So, yeah, hopefully, Tommy you can use that, tick over. Oh, listen, go all the way you want. I want all Arsenal players to go the way they want, but as far as they can. But, you know, tick over in them three games, come out the group stage, short trip from Dubai, from Qatar, sorry, to Dubai, link back the Arsenal squad to keep it moving. Tommy Asu was unable to train with the squad ahead of the Chelsea game and in a nice way, his presence wasn't missed, which normally is. I really wanted to see Tommy Asu. So it is what it is with that regards, people. So, yeah, it's gone on to say Cedric will probably play tomorrow against Brighton. Emre out to avoid Arsenal mistakes. I'm not looking forward to going to Villa Park because Emre, last time we played you at Villarreal, he dealt with us. He might deal with us in the same way he dealt with United people. Still a lot of brazy tests. But our former gaffer, shout out to him because, you know, he should be looking back with pride as well. You know, at, at Martinelli, you the first guy to bust him, Saka and Smith Rowe and Arteta just perfected it in that. I'm better prepared to face a new challenge in the Premier League. I already have a year and four months of experience in this league. I think my first year at Arsenal was nice. It was broken by some things that I've identified that I'm now going to try to avoid. I've always had the internal objective of having a new opportunity and coming back better prepared. I think that at Villarreal, I have acquired a continuity that has made them call, call me back from England. It's more of a challenge than a rematch. I had to accept it was something very professional. I hear that. Arsenal lining up January move for Yuri Telemans. How many times have you lot heard this, people? How many times? We're sick of it. But anyways, he's been linked with Arsenal and Man United. We know his contract is running down, people. The latest has been Arteta is keen to recruit him in January, which it would be smart if Leicester let him go. But, you know, Leicester are fighting for their lives and are starting to put form together. They might say, you know what? We're going to keep you. Bite the bullet that we're not making any money back. Help us finish as high as we can. Keep it moving. Or they might sell him in Jan. Where when he's scoring volleys like that, going into a World Cup, best price you could get. I don't know what Judy Galetti has said. Let's see. Well, I don't know. Well, it's just said, it's just, this is what Brendan Rogers said. Yuri's been a fantastic professional for us. Even though he's in a situation with his contract, he's never wavered with his mentality and what he gives to the team. Yuri provides the team with a great know-how in the game. He's a wonderful player to work with. I'll just, and there's rumours that they want him to sign a new deal. I'll just continue to work and develop his game while he's here, however long that is. I'd love him to sign another deal and continue his journey here. We'll see in the coming months. I mean, Douglas Luiz signed a new deal, you know, so who knows? Barca have been credited with interest in him as well, people. And obviously, he has worn... Telemans has a good mentality because he's worn the captain's armband each of his side's last five PL games, people, including the 2-0 victory over Everton where he scored a scorcher. Liverpool and Arsenal both want... 40 million midfielder Telemans, but now he might sign a new contract. Who knows? Really, we've kind of read, read that already. So I think there's nothing tangible here. They're capping to us. What has TT? Is there any extended comments about Martinelli? He's good in 1v1, very rapid in transitions. He's been keeping a good level. Any more, any more? Keep talking about him, man. But away from that, though, once again, Arsenal's transfer chiefs to inject money in January to give title boost after Chelsea win. Lewis Winter just, you know, clicks, the clicks, the clicks. We don't know how much money. We don't know if this is true, people. But apparently they're set to inject funds to Mikel Arteta in January to get us over the line. As you know, Mikel Arteta was given around $125 million to spend in the summer on five new signings. He was unable to bring in a central midfielder and a winger really so we'll have to see what's going on but that could change in the winter espn brazil reporter jao castelo branco has given an update on the gunners transfer plans specifically this individual has said arsenal winning big games is in the 
is in for the title in the earnest. I have information that the club want to take advantage of the moment and will inject money to reinforce the squad well in January to be able to compete until the end, hopefully. And once again, we've been linked with Mudrick. We've been linked with Torres. Once again, we're being linked with, you can see next to Edu, you can see Torres' his name, um, Zaha. We've been linked with Danilo. Hopefully we get these things down and, and sorted, people. But who knows what's going on. Once again, Arsenal ready to invest in key positions in January. Crazy. And yeah, his girlfriend does play for Aston Villa. You know, happy wife, happy life and all of them things there that they say. But boy, whatever reason, we didn't get him in it. I don't know. Telemans, well, Telemans has a family. Didn't he put his house up for sale, people, in the summer? So Arsenal fans were tracking that. Arsenal are prepared to invest where necessary in the January transfer window in order to aid their bid for a top four finish and potential title charge sources have told espn i love this to graham shout out to you because this is this is more my sort of terminology top four potential title challenge if you can arsenal are currently in talks with edu gaspar over a new deal and also see arteta as a crucial part of the long-term planning big up arteta you signed a new deal top of the league for now things are happening and also you have to extend that to the the woman's coach as well the Gunners hope their business in January will prove their ongoing commitment to Arteta and help the team kick on. While it may also help fend off any interest in the Spaniard from former clubs Barca and City. Obviously, Pep Guardiola may or may not stay. Barcelona are moving shaky on the Xavi. That's where it's come from there. You'd imagine Barca are not clipping Xavi yet. Pep, who knows with Pep because he's he, he can just walk away. But you'd imagine he stays and extends his stay at City and then they keep it moving. Arteta has been mentioned as a potential successor to Xavi should the Barca project fail and doubts remain over the long-term future of Pep Guardiola at City. As you know, Arteta was a former guy. Although a former member of the City group, Patrick Vieira is doing quite well. I mean, I think Arteta's football is more aligned with it, but he's got to be on the list for City potential replacements. But forget all of that. 90 Minute understands Arteta will be backed in January in areas he wishes to strengthen. As it stands, midfield is considered a potential area of weakness beneath first-team options, while an additional forward or winger is something they have desired since the summer. Arsenal are looking around Europe for attacking options, and 90 Minute understands that the Gunners were one of a host of Premier League clubs who attended the Ajax versus PSV Eindhoven game at the weekend. Sources believe that Cody Gakpo, a long-term Man United target, was one of the players that they were watching. I mean, we've got to watch him over two legs now as well because we played them they do have a number of alternative options they are considering and one they have followed closely in recent months is Mudrik the Shakhtar the next striker has emerged star sorry has emerged as one of Europe's most in-demand wingers but Arsenal may hold an advantage in their pursuit given their openness to doing a deal in January and apparently Zinchenko's given a glowing report as well so whatever that means what is this? Arsenal could have three other targets they could sign in January as well as Brazilian Danilo. Swear, it's put Mudrick. It's got Danilo. Who else? For Kando Torres. Who else? That's it. He didn't even trying to get the clickbait. Ivan and Dika would be interested in a move to the Emirates from Frankfurt, according to this journalist people. Apparently, they're open to selling for 17.5 million. And with his contract running down, they're going to have to make a decision. I think the position that Arsenal are in at the moment, everyone would be interested in going there because Mikel Arteta has them flying at the moment. It looks like they're going to be title contenders. So if you're moving from the Bundesliga and you're not at the very top Bundesliga clubs like Bayern or Borussia Dortmund, then the likes of Arsenal has to be an interesting prospect. I mean, cut price, left-footed, left-footed centre-half, you know, left-sided centre-half, 23, six foot four. Not really convinced necessarily with Ivan Indico, but we could do a lot worse. He is better than Holden. He wouldn't break the bank. 
if you could. Ivan has developed phenomenally and we've been linked with him for a number of years. He's very attentive in the analysis of his own game. The gaffer will love that. He's very modest and always takes a lot on board. The gaffer will love that. So bring him. Arsenal's 63 million financial black hole will further hamper Eddie's January transfer plans. What does this mean? Arsenal's director Eddie plans to spend big in January could be threatened by the club's failure to qualify for the Champions League at the end of last season. We parted ways with over 130 million to strengthen our ranks over the summer. Okay, where's the, the facts? Apparently, according to football finance expert Swiss Ramble, Arsenal received a small profit of 3.1 million from their successful Europa League group stage campaign, which includes uh 550, you know, five five hundred and fifty thousand for each victory and a sum of just under a million for progressing to the knockout stages. That takes Arsenal's uh, uh making in that to around six point eight. So you actually have to get, to, you know, you actually earn more in the champs from being in the group. Listen, I'm not a finance man. Edu, get around it, innit? If Barca can, we can, innit? Get around them. Just make sure you get Champions League this year, innit, really? So, yeah, whatever that means. Fabrizio Romano has hinted that Arsenal will be busy in the next weeks and months as they plan to keep fighting in the Premier League. I've always... Well, we saw this yesterday, really. But scrolling all the way down, I'm told they're not finished. They want to keep building and keep fighting for the Premier League. They wanted a midfielder in the summer, though a deal for Douglas Luiz was not possible. They also wanted a winger. Rafina was the dream, but it was not possible. They also had positive talks over Modric, but he was too expensive. Even more now, still Arsenal will be busy in the next weeks and months. I can also reveal that during the summer, Gabriel, the centre-back, was wanted by Juventus and another club who I can't reveal for now. Arsenal were absolutely adamant that he was untouchable and their position never changed. Then they gave him a new contract and the priority now will be to go strong on new contract talks for Saliba, Saka and Martinelli. They're optimistic. They feel these players want to stay. By God's grace, that is correct, people. Arsenal are more likely to lure Danilo to the Emirates in January after Palmeiras failed to win the Copa Libertadores, according to this guy. It's understood Arsenal have stepped up their pursuit of Danilo by sending scouts to watch him in action. We tried to get him in the summer. We were told we're more likely to get him in Jan. He's under contract until 2026 and has a release clause of 86 million. So the 21-year-old is going to cost peas. AC Milan, Marseille, as you can see here, are credited with interest people. But apparently Arsenal are confident of being able to tie up a deal for Danilo next year and they will remain maintain their interest. It is more likely because they won the Copa de Libertadores, South America's Champions League in the last two years, but they went out in the semi-finals this year. Had they and didn't they win the league? Had they won it, they would have had the Club World Cup in February, I think it is, and they wouldn't want to sell because that's their holy grail. But now they're not in it. I think a sell is perhaps more likely. So yeah, let's just get a midfielder in Jan, please. Uh again, Martinelli and Jesus have been called up to the Brazil squad. I don't know if the scum daily mail is the scum newspaper and all its daily mail it comes out with is anything to take in but it's said that we're interested in toss art we've heard that before supercomputer predicts arsenal to finish second that i'd love that but go out and win what else is going on arsenal don't need january signings don't can't agree with that what else is going on here we've said that about indica Arsenal are set to battle with Spurs to sign Jonathan David. Interesting parties must splash out 40 million. Mikel Arteta has told Arsenal Chiefs to sign Yuri Telemans in Jan. Arteta believes he can play a key role for Arsenal in their bid for top spot. Pardon me. Two Italian sides and another English side are also interested as well. So I think that seems to be it. Really where this is concerned, people. 
Enjoy the line under that. Couldn't forget that. Don't forget people were live tomorrow for that. Don't think there's anything else here. Uh, Brighton boss makes honestly Angel Tossart claim. This is three days ago. Specifically, what has their manager said? I'm very happy for him. I think he can play play better. I think he can do more. You're not to think in a bad way when I speak like this because I believe in Leandro. I think he played six fantastic games. But when I say he can play better, it's because I have very important confidence in Leal. In different positions, he can score more. I think he can play 90 minutes. But I spoke with the team about this because if he plays 90 minutes, he can have more of a chance to score and play better. What does this mean? Well, we got done by just nonsense in the paper, really. That bothered I'm confused. The hell does that mean? What's this? Let's see what that's saying. I bet that's the same. Old, just to check that, that's probably the same old things we saw with Fabrizio Romano. We've already seen that. Bro, I don't. Why do I keep seeing Gary Neville, Gary Neville, Gary Neville, Rio Ferdinand? Just stop talking about my club, man, and pee off. Anyways, Arsenal hold positive talks with Shakhtar, the next winger, Mudrip. Price has been increased to 65 million. Let's see. I bet it's the same talk, talk about in the summer. We're getting going to get done by the clickbait. But Arsenal have reportedly held positive talks with Shakhtar, the next winger, Mudrik. I mean, we've heard this before in relation to the 21-year-old. I just want to see exactly what's said. We know they, Arsenal, wanted a winger. Rafina was the dream, but it was not possible to proceed. They have had very positive contacts on Mudrik on the player side, but then they decided not to proceed with Shakhtar because they wanted more than 40 to 45 million. And now it's gone up to 60 and we'll keep him in thingy. Now Shakhtar wants 60 to 65, but Arsenal are still following the player. They consider Mudrik a top talent and so Arsenal are still there. But let's see, because now the race is open with many top clubs. Arsenal will be busy in the next few weeks. OK. And he did previously say here, I'm going to stop talking about Mudrik soon. I can't lie. I think every player dreams about the Premier League. It's hard to say which team he'd like to join. But Arsenal is a very good team, very good coach. I like the way they play. And then when he was asked, he said, from my side, I can't say no to Arsenal, but the transfer is not only my decision. So the hustle is free. The dream is sold separately. And I mean, this was just my comment in relation to certain content creators. It's up there. You might as well see it. That apology video was acting at its finest. The forced face in hand, the crocodile tears, the going off on one about his personal life. Nobody's perfect, but track record speaks. Crazy how folks can say ish like that. Unprovoked. Have to imagine what's said in private. I thought I might just read it out because it's there. So, yeah, with that, there isn't any more transfer news or anything of any real significance, people. My loan report, my under, well, Youth Academy reviews will be out later today. So make sure your notifications are on as well, people. It is what it is. Lissandra now on Dika, two left-sided centre-back. Could it be Arteta? Don't rate Gabriel much or just strengthening the position? Clearly strengthening the position, in my opinion. He wouldn't give a new deal for someone if he didn't believe he's worth it. I'd rather that KK done from Napoli, but you need bread. Uh, starting 11, if Turner's not fit, I'd go Ramsdale. We're hearing Cedric's playing. So Cedric, Tierney, uh, Gabriel holding, El Nene Granite, Fabio Vieira, Nelson... Probably Nelson and Ketia Jesus now that I changed my mind, really and truly. Well, Martinelli has to get in off the left. But I want to keep people fresh for Wolves, really. But I'd probably say Martinelli, Jesus, Nelson. But it'll probably be Martinelli and Ketia Nelson. I do expect to see Xhaka play. People forget Unai bought Saliba, that as well. You know, well, Sanye, but still. Two mad volleys in a month. We need him at the carpet. 
I hope Balogun does it. But I mean, Balogun's doing quite well developing, but he's not going to come back a superstar. He's still got a lot to work on. A lot to work on. And I'm not too sure if he'll be cut out to be the second-choice striker. But given an opportunity, hope he can do a thing. All of our first 11s over the last decade have always seemed to be one or two players away from being solid. Would you say this current 11 is missing? And yeah, we're missing Stardust. We're missing a striker who's going to score goals. Big up Jesus, though. We're missing a couple of eights and a six. Probably missing a top, top goalie. No disrespect to Ramsdale. And a top, top midfielder. No disrespect to those that are there at the moment. So that's what I would say. Someone said bring in SMS and a winger would love that, but the dream is freed Arsenal so separately. Chose to watch football heavy this season and chose Arsenal as my team in July. My friend said I was nuts, but here we go. Come on, you gunners. Welcome to the club, mate. Welcome. Welcome. So, yeah, man, Cedric to start is a good idea. Sulis Kulisevsky. I mean, aren't they, ain't they Spurs already signaled their intent? If it was that easy, I would love it to be done. Do you think we should get back Austin Trusty from Brighton? Birmingham, sorry, he should stay at Birmingham, keep developing. The summer, let Mikel Arteta run the rule over him and see his level. He's look, he's developing at a good rate. Again, playing Premier League football is very different. But you know, he was in October, he was in the championships October team of the month. So just keep doing what you're doing. Uh Bruno Gamares, it's over, bro. There's no going back in for Bruno Gamares of Newcastle. We need a lot of variables. How many players do you think we need in Jan and the summer to be serious on all fronts, DG? More the summer, but if it was all up to me, a keeper, that's better than Turner, respectfully to him, uh, an eight, a six, a centre-half, another left-back and a right-back, a winger striker. I mean, I'm not going to praise a professional football manager for, for having elite talent ID. You need to have that. Big up Henry, though. He did a lot. Jesus should sit this one out. Ah, he's catting for goals, man. I just want to beat Brighton, man. I think if we underestimate Brighton, we're going to get done. We shouldn't be bothered about a striker as long as Jesus is producing the way he is. I think that's very short-sighted. You know, Jesus needs to score goals. We need to score goals. Anything can drop at a hat. Right now, it's all great because, we've, you know, we've got two wins on the spin. But even when we was winning and it was looking shaky, question marks. You know, Jesus, keep doing what you're doing. But the, the one question mark has been goals. We'll see by the end of the season in May, if he does have that capacity to score goals, which I believe he can, but goals win games and we've been scoring them. We've been keeping out the back of our net. We've got a long way to go in in terms of the true level defensively and offensively to be that sort of level. And this is why Mikel Arteta keeps urging caution, folks. I love Mudrick, guarantee he bangs for us. I, I, listen, I, I hope so if we go and get him, but I don't know. I don't think anything's a guarantee in life, really, but... Would have to see really and truly, man. Hopefully things happen. On that note, though, man, I don't want you lot to get bored of hearing my voice. So with that, I'm going to done off this live stream. As usual, people, you're talking points, you're, you're sharing your thoughts. Everything has been amazing, people. I'm going to go and get some lunch now. I'm going to cut out clips from this live stream. I'm going to sort out the thumbnails from my, other, from my other videos to drop for you lot. Do not forget tomorrow, people are watching Arsenal versus Brighton, provided there's a, there's a link or something available to us to watch that game. If not, then it is what it is. You lot stay blessed, stay safe, and I'll see you lot soon, man. Don't forget to like, hit the like button, comment, subscribe, and the rest of it. <laughs>